I'd like to greet everybody in our podcast. Let's start with introducing ourselves. So, I'm Anna. I'm Gabriela. Hi, I'm Igor. Hi, I'm Lily. Hey, I'm Hirsch. Since it's Pride Month, today we are going to talk about the LGBTQ plus community. First, we have two special people talking about their experiences being members of the community. Then we are going to compare the LGBTQ community's situation in our countries. Let's begin, because I have many questions um, I'm interested in. <laughs> First of all, please tell me your sexuality and what the word means to like explain it a bit more. So I'm asexual, which means that I do not experience sexual attraction towards any gender. I am gay. I'm homosexual, which means I uh, experience sexual attraction uh, exclusively towards people of the same gender, uh, in my case, men. So my next question is, um, how did you start to question your sexuality and what kind of research did you do or how did you realize it? Mm, I guess it all started like two years ago or something when I started to feel like I don't fit in and like none of the main sexualities like describe me so i started doing research and like taking online tests and yeah but it took a lot of time to finally realize like what exactly am i in my case i think it's uh it's hard to pinpoint just uh one event since my childhood i felt that i was a bit different than other boys, uh, especially in how we uh, how we seen other girls. Uh, I always felt like I didn't look at uh, you know like women and girls the same way as other people did, and um, uh, I think just over the course of years, um, when I learned that you know homosexuality is a thing, and it's completely normal. It's not like a mental disease. Um, I slowly started coming to terms with it, and I, there was a point where I in, I was like I knew that I like like men, uh, but I was still trying to convince myself that I also like women. That like you know uh, I didn't want to be gay because uh, I I guess I was just raised in that way, but. And I think two years ago also, I finally admitted that, yes, there there is no attraction for me towards women. I am very much a gay person. Um, if you did come out to other people, what was their reaction like? Or um, did they understand the words? Or did you have to explain to them what you're feeling and what it means? Um, personally, I only came out to, like, a few friends and my sister and basically in every situation I had to explain it because sexuality is definitely not not something that people talk about or it's not exactly portrayed in media that much but uh, I'm glad that all of them were like accepting and tolerant. Um, in my case I think it was um, much easier than it was for other people because uh, turns out um, 
most of my friends uh, were also uh, not not straight, not cisgender. They uh, were basically everywhere on the queer spectrum, and we just we met when we were all close closeted. So uh, it was uh, kind of like a you know like a domino. One person came out, then another and another. So uh, we all pretty much uh, already knew uh, everything there was to know uh, about uh, being queer and so we didn't need to explain towards each other because we, we were like we, we knew uh, quite a lot about the topic. It sounds great because it seems like you were able to connect with other queer people right away and was it the case for you as well Gabriel? Not exactly I think that well most of my friends are still questioning, so that's hard to say, but yeah. Since you realized that you are gay, what does Pride Month mean to you? Do you celebrate it or does it feel special for you? I guess for me um, it's it's definitely an occasion. I always, uh, I, I, I feel happy when I look at the calendar and I realize, oh, it's, it's you know, it's June, it's Pride. But I don't like really celebrate it in a big way. Like there's there are no pride parades anywhere near where I live, where I could uh, get by myself without the help of anyone. Uh, so that there's that. And it's also uh, I mean I I still I'm still going to school. I still live with my parents. So I don't really have. Uh, the, the time or the, the space to like do a big celebration but we like we, we're together with my friends we're happy we acknowledge it we uh we are we are proud like you know it's the amount of pride we are proud of who we are and it's it's nice to see uh i think that the visibility uh the lgbtq plus community gets during the month and uh, i think it's a really nice reason to like enjoy and celebrate. I think I feel the same way. I don't really celebrate it, but I'm happy with the fact that like this month is like Pride Month. Um, yeah, I really wish to uh, like attend a Pride one day. We would move on to the next part um, when yeah, where we compare our countries because that's kind of our specialty. <laughs> So, yeah, um, generally speaking, um, it would be interesting to see um, how the community is view viewed in our countries because Hungary is not a very good place for LGBTQ people. Well, it's, it hasn't been for a long time, but recently turned really badly. So. I'm interested if it's better in your countries, because it would be nice to start with something more positive than Hungary. Well, sadly, I can't say anything much positive about this either. Um, so I can probably tell a story about the recent news. Uh, so our president was defending uh, Hungary uh which uh, passed the law to to ban like all the lgbtq 
media uh, for people under the age of 18. And uh, after this, uh, 17 countries of Europe like signed the letter, which uh, shown support for LGBT community and their rights. And Lithuania's president didn't sign this paper, which was very disappointing. In my case, it's uh, I also don't have anything um, positive to say because um, Poland also doesn't belong to uh, one of the most tolerant countries. It's um, I'd say it's pretty um, maybe okay. Yeah, it, it is pretty homophobic. Uh, it has a lot of. Uh, no, like uh, I think uh, old views that uh, aren't really uh, relevant anymore. And um, while I don't follow any news, like really, I occasionally hear uh, like uh, information just singled out from my friends. Uh, but. No, yeah, we don't really get any new changes. If anything, there are changes for the world, so I don't really feel the need to follow news about uh, this, to follow any news, but especially about the news uh, about, about what happens with the LGBT community here, because, um, well, we, I don't know what to say, we don't really like the, I think the last time, okay, no, no, that there, there wasn't anything nice happening. Uh, there are just laws that forbid stuff and restrict, and uh, you know, basically every time uh, the media talks about um, like gay people or transgender people, uh, anyone queer, they are painting them in bad, really bad light. Um, I feel like, and uh, th that's it. I, I didn't have anything more to say about that. Uh, in Hong Kong, I don't think the government is, I don't think they're supportive or they're not supportive. I think they're just neutral, but uh, LGBT couples, like gay or lesbian couples, cannot get married legally here. And I don't think it will change in the near future. But I think most of the citizens, especially uh, people around our age, are not homophobic. So I think it's a good news. But I think the older generation are homophobic. I don't think so. I've seen this kind of like uh, you, you told that in Hungary there are uh, things going on with the LGBTQ. But I don't think I have seen such things here. Uh, I guess people are against this because I've seen like from uh, my childhood, I've seen people like uh, gay people and other kind of genders near me and uh, my pa uh, parents know very well. Like I don't see there's a big problem here in our area or in our country maybe. I can clearly say that, that there are many supportive people on this. The biggest thing is that uh, no one should question uh, to the person who is actually going through this phase because he's actually himself, uh, they are themselves like asking uh, that what is going on with them. So and no one should uh, question to a person who is uh, like learning towards their gender. The 
law that Gabriela also mentioned um, that was placed in Hungary. Basically, it started as a law to um, prevent pedophilia or like um, have strict um, rules for people who do anything bad against children. But then the governing party decided to work it together with homophobia and basically they decided to ban um, quote-unquote promoting any other sexuality um, than being straight. And like it would mean it can't be included in sex ed in schools or psychologists can't talk about it to people under 18 and um, it can't be on um, ads or in movies. So basically um, if there is a scene, let's say, in the series Friends um, with the lesbian couple, then it can be played in the main time, but it has to be between 10 p.m. and 5 a.m., I guess. So, like, children have no access to anything like this. Um, if their parents talk about it at home, that's fine by the government, but nothing official or formal can out about it and there have been protests inside the country and outside and at embassies but nothing helped so yeah I think this this is really a huge step backwards and yeah, they are saying that they protecting the conservative and Christian values I think this is a huge point because like Christianity is not about excluding people, but it should be about love. So, like, it's the exact opposite. Well, there's a tradition in my country, uh, like uh, any uh, in anywhere in the house where the uh, newborn child, uh, like birth in any home, then the other gender other than male or female com comes to bless them. And without even knowing, I don't know how they get to know, but they come to home, like in a, a group of three to four, and they bless their child for their upcoming better future. In Lithuania, we don't have uh, sex education as a lesson. Uh, it's like a small part of biology lessons. Um, but I don't think that we talk about different sexualities. Like, no, that's probably not a thing. Uh, here in Poland, we also don't have uh, sex ed per se, but we do have a subject that's called uh, something like prepare, preparing to live in a family, and it's basically sex ed, not not only sex ed, it's like sex ed combined with a bit of biology, and like, uh, the, I don't know what, uh, a session with a psychiatrist, it's basically supposed to teach you the values that are important in building a familiar bond, uh, in raising children, in having a wife or a husband if you're a girl. Uh, but uh, the sex ed aspect of it, so, you know, basically uh, anything about how children are created, uh, what to do uh, to be safe. Uh, when you're having sex, it's all really toned down and 
it's set in such a way so it could be like set um, without talking like they try to avoid sex as much as they can uh, so they try to make it as pure as possible uh, and in the end result you get uh, lesson that's talking basically uh, saying oh yes yes you need to be good to your wife and wife should be good to husband and children just appear and yes nice it doesn't teach anything important it's uh i think at the at the point in school when you start having you know preparation to live in a family you already knew all of this stuff for many years <laughs> i'm also curious if um different sexualities and like intersex and trans people are included in sex education in your countries or if sex ed is a thing at all well schools don't give uh, sex education they give reproduction education we don't have sex at class but we have sex at talks sometimes but you know they don't talk about lgbt stuff or sexuality much just talk about consent how to protect yourself have safe sex like that so if you don't learn about it at school then what resources do you have or how did you guys learn about it well i definitely say i learned most of it from the internet uh i feel most of people did at least uh the people that um i am friends with uh because i don't really uh nowhere else i could learn this stuff like freely without any limits uh, i don't need to be afraid that someone will be uh you know, looking strangely at me or that someone will uh withhold some information from me uh just you know i just uh open up google i type what i want to know i read a bit about it uh i like visit some sites that look at least look kind of reliable and uh, that's most of my um sexual education <laughs> i also learned about most of the things on on the internet um uh, mainly different sites and instagram yes i think social media is a huge help because i think otherwise i wouldn't have any information about the lgbtq community because why would i just look it up if i have no information that it even exists so yeah i think it's helpful besides all the negative things people always mention about it me too i learned it from social media but i also learned it from friends who are part of the lgbt community very negative thing i wanted to ask if there are um, like open ways of hatred against the lgbt community in your country or um, your community or region if it's a thing or people just like i don't know crack homophobic jokes at home and that's that's the homophobia or if it's much bigger than that
Well, in Lithuania, there was recently a family defense march organized. Um, basically, the main idea was to, you know, uh, show that LGBTQ community is not relevant and that it's not okay and that, like, the real family is only like the traditional family. And I think that's really petty and disappointing and it it is definitely a, like an act of uh, homophobia and and yeah of course the jokes uh, homophobic jokes are also a thing everywhere like in families in school um, even though majority of young people are like more accepting uh, but the older generations aren't so uh, personally, I constantly have to argue with my older relatives uh, on this topic. And I know that my friends uh, also like stand for LGBT community during like family gatherings or something. Well, as for me in Poland, there definitely are homophobic jokes. Uh, there were many protests, I've seen some that uh, you know, and Protestant gatherings saying that uh, people from the LGBTQ plus community are bad, uh, that they're destroying uh, Christian values and uh, stuff like that. Uh, one one story I I, I might tell uh, is when we were uh, I was in summer camp, I think two years ago, and we were at a trip to one of the biggest cities uh, in Poland, in Polish mountains, and uh, some girls just bought um, themselves pride flags, you know, rainbow flags in a the shop. They weren't big, they were just like, I don't know, 10 centimeters. And uh, they just had them, I think, stuffed in their uh, bags so they you could see that a bit of rainbow was coming out, but it wasn't like, they, they weren't waving it, but still they were approached by some man uh, that told them that they should get rid of the flags uh, or it would uh, end in a not so nice manner. So I think that says a lot. Um, I think in the city I'm living in, uh, something like this wouldn't happen. I think we uh, don't have such homophobic people like I, I wouldn't be really afraid of going with a flag down the main street. I think I, like most of the people look real strange and maybe a bit of disgusted by it, but I wouldn't get beat up or nobody would probably call the police on me. There are homophobic people here, but I don't think, like if you, if two girls or two boys hold hands or hug each other on the streets, people will like look at them like, there's something weird, but I don't think people will uh, be violent towards them. Well, more than making joke, you can find here people uh, who are getting scared of this. I don't know why, but sometimes people also get scared of all this. I don't find people here making joke, but yeah, this one. You dear people, um, then I think we close it down for today. Um, Thank you everybody for coming and thank you for sharing your stories. Um, I think it's important to 
like have different perspectives um, in one place. So thanks again. Bitla Gen Z.